Welcome to the Superpower Success Podcast. It's time to shift your paradigm, gain some inspiration, and get moving towards that next level of success. Are you truly living your passion? For most of us, that's a question we don't often ask ourselves, but when that question comes up, it probably makes us take pause. Um, For the lucky few that jump right in and say, absolutely, that's fantastic. Um, But for most of us, we go through cycles in life where sometimes we are and sometimes we're not. Um, And so that's what we're going to talk about today is, is to really assess, are you living your passion? And if you're not, that's okay. Right. But it, but it's got to force you to think differently. And first of all, we're in a time of just reassessing life in general right now with everything that's going on and the new normal, whatever that ends up being. And so I also think it's a great time for reflection for all of us to say, what is the next chapter look like? Regardless of the pandemic and everything we're in is what's the next chapter look like for us, right? How have our values maybe evolved even through staying at home and kind of everything that we're dealing with? So, so I'm super excited to have this conversation today, um, not only because I need to hear what Amelia has to say, uh, but we've got Amelia Raystead here with us, who's a PR professor at the U of M, and she's a strategic communications expert but she's also real, just like the rest of us. And and throughout her career and in her life, she's gone through these these plateaus of, am I still doing something I'm really passionate about? And so when her and I started talking about this, I I just knew that this was a concept and an idea that we needed to talk about here because I know there's so many of us that go through this. And so I'm really excited to have you here with us today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So I would love you to just start with your journey. That's where we always want to start, because I think it's really important for people to understand that it isn't always a straight line from point A to point B for most of us. And so understanding kind of how you've gotten to this point and, and what you know, roads you've taken to get to this level of success. So if you'd start there, that'd be great. Sure. Thank you. Um, yeah, so my journey kind of goes cross country because I am originally from Vancouver, Canada. Um, And I've only been in the U.S. now for, I shouldn't say only anymore, but it's been um, close to eight years. So my journey, um, I grew up just outside of Vancouver, um, did the majority of my education in public relations um, in and around the Vancouver area. Um, Always had a love for learning and education. Um, And when I first started out, you know, my undergraduate degree was in public relations. Um, Worked for a variety of different companies in and around Vancouver but had always kept in touch with the dean of the program that I graduated from um, because I always thought that I was going to be a high school English teacher. Um, Didn't, obviously, went into a different direction with public relations. Um, Started my own PR consultancy in Vancouver, uh, but then had the opportunity to start teaching. And so I taught at a variety of different universities um, in and around the Vancouver area. And then combined, and here's that key word of passion, combined my passion of education, teaching, and my passion with traveling um, to create this new journey for myself. So I found myself teaching um, in Vienna, Austria. I taught in Scotland. I taught in Croatia. And combined this love of travel with uh, my love of teaching to you know, really have this great career in educating up-and-coming professionals. Um, fast forwarding uh, to my time arriving here, I met 
you know, a lovely gentleman from White Bear Lake, Minnesota, um, did a distance, long distance relationship for two years and then found myself moving across the country uh, to Minnesota. Uh, so I spent five years teaching at the University of Wisconsin River Falls and then now have been um, the last couple of years teaching at the U of M. So kind of from start to finish, you know, certainly an education in public relations, teaching in PR, working in the PR industry, um, and I'm now I'm finding myself giving thought to, of, you know, what am I doing? I turned 40 um, in, at the end of March, I just finished my PhD, and I'm thinking to myself, am I really truly doing what I wanna be doing? You know, I have live your passion tattooed on the top of my foot. So, <laughs> I do truly believe in the importance of living your passion. She has permanently marked herself with this to remind herself. I love it. And the thing is, too, I mean, that tattoo is probably 15 years old. So, it's mm -hmm. something that has guided um, a lot of my decisions over many years of, you know, I, I really do feel that, you know, living your passion is really important to be fulfilled and to be happy in what you're doing. And I'm just at that spot right now going, huh, am I actually taking my own advice? I'm not too, not too sure I've got the right answer quite yet. And I think that's really, first off, it, it's thank you for being vulnerable and sharing because I think there's so many of us that have felt that feeling or are feeling that feeling and it's okay. And that's the thing I've come to realize is what you were passionate about before at some point you know, you've kind of fulfilled that and, and you're itching for something else. I actually call it the rumble. And I'm writing a book about this. I literally, I'm writing a book during this quarantine that's been there for so long. But I call it the rumble, that there just starts to be this feeling like, hmm, there's something else, right? And it, but, but the thing I think we all need to realize, and we'll get into this more on the topic, is don't apologize for what your passion was before. It doesn't negate it that you want to do something different. Right. It just means you've evolved right? And you've grown and there's other things you're interested in now. And you're, it's almost your passion is expanding versus it's completely changing. Yeah. Um, and I think so many of us feel guilt for that, mm -hmm. right? That we should just, we have a good job or we, you know, we're really good at what we've always done and we should stay there. So I think people talking vulnerably about it like you are is what gives other people permission to say, you know, I should be thinking about that same thing. Like, what does that look like? So before we dive into that topic, um, because you're on the Superpower Success Podcast, I need to know what is a superpower that you believe has helped you get to this point in your success? Sure. So I think my superpower would be the ability to multitask. And, you know, giving you the example of, you know, I kind of did things a little bit backwards in regards to my education. I had always, I did my initial degree, degree um, but then I was working full time and did my master's and then now my PhD. And as soon as I got accepted into the PhD program, I found out I was pregnant with my first child. So over the past six years, I have worked full time as a professor. I've you know, started my own business um, in you know, effective communication, workplace training for um, folks and had a child. I finished my PhD and there is no way that I could have done that all um, without my superpower ability of multitasking. Wow. Yeah. So anybody else who's feeling like I thought I was busy, <laughs> it's crazy, but you go, you get through it. It's like, it's a blur and, and you're just like, Oh, right. We managed it. It's a day by day, week by week thing, right. Sometimes. And it's kind of shifting your priorities depending on where they need to be. Um, but that's, that's definitely a, 
I have a little bit of that. I don't think I have quite as much as you do, given what you've managed, but I think that's a great superpower. And that's something that'll serve you throughout your entire life, right? As craziness happens, like what we're dealing with right now. Yeah. So I want to dive back into the topic about kind of living your passion and, um, right? How we, so many of us kind of hesitate to answer that because what we were doing, what we're doing today was once a passion and how you kind of evolve. Mm -hmm. So how have you seen, you know, you talk about the tattoo you've had for 15 years. How have you seen your passion evolve and have you kind of paid attention to it or has it just kind of happened? And as you look back, you can see it's changed or how is that in the front of mind for you as you're going through life? Yeah, I think, you know, a couple of things like it, you know, living, living your passion, it doesn't just have to be about one's career. Mm. And I'll give you the example too. I was young and stupid and I got married at 25 and got divorced three years later. And that's why I say I was young and stupid at the time uh, because it was the wrong decision. And it actually was around that time that I got that tattoo and, you know, my therapist would probably say other things about a tattoo at the time of the end of my divorce, but that's okay. okay. No judgment here. Um, but at that particular time, I think, you know, being 25 or I guess it would be 28 at this point and thinking, gosh, am I really living my passion like holistically? So in all parts, because my career was going well, um, but the personal side of my life wasn't, so I wasn't necessarily living my passion in all different areas. And so I think making that decision to remove myself from that situation, um, uh, contributed to actually living my passion, you know, and how that aligned with my career. Uh, because then at that point in time, I started my own PR consultancy. So for me, my passion has always been about education, whether it was educating up and coming professionals. So, you know, having that relationship with students and being their mentor, whether it was working with clients and educating clients on, you know, advertising or PR strategies. For me, that passion is education and education has always been important to me. Uh, and why I now have my PhD, because that's just always been something that I'm passionate about is, is learning and, um, you know, creating new knowledge and understanding new things and critical thinking. So my journey has been, you know, from a personal standpoint, being passionate about life in general to now, you know, really figuring out that my passion is about education. I've spent the last 15 years in the education system. But now my, you know, I'm, my thinking is switching a little bit. So the passion is still about education, but I really am trying to focus now on educating, um, you know, women, empowering women, you know, building connections with them, um, all about effective communication. So being this workplace communication consultant and coach, um, you know, tying in my education from a PR or a, a PhD perspective. Um, but again, keeping that, you know, education at the forefront, just switching how I educate. So as you're talking, the one thing I was thinking about that a lot of people might be struggling with is personally and professionally. Do you have to feel like your passions, right, are being fulfilled in both? at the same time? Or do you feel like you can you kind of be meeting it in one area and maybe not in the other? Mm -hmm. Or it's truly holistically, right? Your goal is to be meeting it 
in both places, right? In life. Yeah. I mean, and I think, yes, of course that goal would be at least, you know, for me personally is to have, to look at it holistically. Um, so as an example, like right now, you know, I'm passionate about yoga and in this time of this global pandemic, you know, ensuring that I'm still doing my workout. So I'm passionate about that. I'm happy about having the ability to still do that. Um, you know, I'm still passionate about educating and finishing off this semester strong with my students at the U and granted again, that's been moved online. So that's been a little bit of a struggle, um, but still feeling a little bit uncertain about, you know, building a new business during a global pandemic. So passionate on one side, you know, really do want to focus it on this side, um, you know, but there's some hesitance, hesitancy there. Yeah. And it reminds me, and I just wrote this, truly just wrote this story in, in a chapter for the book is um, I remember, and I was probably, I think I was 33, 34 when this happened. Um, but I remember, right, really good job in corporate America, right, married, 2.2 kids, right, dog, right, just kind of the like normal, like this is what you're supposed to do, right? You're following the path. And I just remember having this feeling of just like, man, is this it? Mm -hmm. and not from a like oh my gosh kid you know I don't want my kids I don't it was just more like everyone from the outside would look and say man you you did it you got it all right check 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 and but it, there wasn't a passion there right I had a good job I was working for a good company but it just got to the point where I was like this isn't fulfilling in the same way right. and as I said before that that twinge of guilt of like just suck it like you got it good right? You have nothing to complain about. I think a lot of us get stuck in that. And, and so I'm curious, because I'm sure you've been through that, is what advice would you give someone that's listening right now and, and might even be have the opportunity, right, to, to make a shift right now, because the shift is happening to them, um, to shift to something more that you are passionate about, but you're in this safe place, right, this comfortable place, what advice would you give them to start thinking about that? Or what, what steps would they take? Run through the wall. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, that was advice that was Love sent it. to me yesterday. And I'm going to, you know, be grateful of that advice that was given to me um, and pass that along. Run through that wall. Um, your moment, your time could be now, even during a global pandemic. It's so true. I needed to hear that today. Thank you. Um, and I love that because the interesting thing about fear, right, which is the wall, um, is that as you run towards it, I'd be really curious if it's truly a big wall. Right. right? It looks like it from a distance, but as you start making progress towards it, I'm guessing it's probably just like a little hurdle that you need to mm -hmm. jump over versus it being a full wall that you need right. to crash through, right? Because it always looks bigger from a distance and scarier. Um, and we talk a lot about just taking action right. towards it. And that might mean today reading an article or doing some research mm -hmm. on what it would take. Mm -hmm. It might be training yourself on something new or writing a blog that kind of gets it all out of your head. I mean, that action is what helps you move for towards that. And I think that's what a lot of us struggle with is taking that first step. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. that's fantastic advice. So Tell us a little bit about um, how you have harnessed your passion, right? And how you have seen it show up in different ways in your life. Because I think sometimes with our passion, we, we tap into it, but then we don't realize until we look back, like, 
holy moly, like that showed up over here and in my personal life. And I was a coach for that soccer team. And like, you see it show up in a lot of different areas. And have you seen your passion kind of evolve and almost get clearer kind of front of mind for you because you've seen it show up in so many other places? Yeah, I think, you know, I truly am. And I'm, you know, you can't see this for everybody, but like I'm doing air quotes right now because I feel like I am, my role in this world is to be a teacher to be an educator. Whatever the topic is, that's almost beside the point, uh, but I take great pride in being a mentor to my students. Uh, you know, being able to have a colleague pick up the phone and call me and say, you know, what do you think about this? Uh, being a teacher to my kids, you know, we're all teachers right now in regards to having children at home. Um, you know, but I, I, I see this teacher role or this educator role, the, despite the topic, you know, coming up in different, um, you know, areas of my life. Um, and I take great pride in that. And I truly think that that's my role in this world is to be that educator, that teacher, um, to help others with, you know, what they need help with. I think that's really interesting too, that you say that, because as I think back on people that I have coached and mentored over the years, some of us will be in situations where our career maybe isn't scratching that itch of our passion quite as much as we'd want it to be. And just because of where we're at, it's going to take a few years, right? Or there's things that we need to do to get to that. There's other ways you can fulfill that passion, right? And so it, it's being a soccer coach. It could be, I mean, you're coaching and mentoring somebody. It could be being involved in your church or your community in some way. And so it's helping people think outside the box that, and you said this at the beginning, mm -hmm. is it's not just in your career right? That, that you need to look at this passion and you don't have to just have it at work and shut it off when you come home is right. you, you need to be thinking about how you can do it in different areas of your life. Mm -hmm. And it might not all be happening in all areas at the same time. And I think it's even more important now, you know, just given the time that we're all in and, you know, it's so challenging to, to look at it and wonder that fear of the unknown, where are we going? Our stay at home order is going to be lifted. Our business is going to be able to open up. Um, and I'm trying to take my own advice in regards to trying to, as, as hard as it is, is to enjoy the moment now. So, you know, I love being outside. I would say I'm passionate about the outdoors. So am I going to go outside and do something every day? Yes. Absolutely, because I'm passionate about being outside and I can use it as an opportunity to be with my family. I can be passionate about my family. Do I have work sitting on the side of my desk? Yeah, sure. And I'll be passionate about that later. Um, but, you know, trying to be passionate in the moment. I don't know. Maybe that sounds a little cliche or cheesy, but uh, I'm trying to be passionate about a variety of different things right now. And I love that because it also shows that it can still stem from the same passion inside you, but it can show up in different ways. Because I think sometimes when people feel, when they hear passion or purpose, right, that's a big thing right now, is it has to be about what you're doing when really it's about who you are. And then what you're doing is how you kind of let it show up when you talk about educating. I just had this question yesterday, we were on a call with my team um, and a coach kind of that was helping us. And talked about purpose, right? And, and what's, what is your passion? And it, right away, I was like to drive impact. Mm -hmm. Have an impact on other people is my passion. It has been forever mm -hmm. since I can remember. And that comes across in my philanthropic work, mm -hmm. right? On nonprofit boards, it comes across in 
working with my own kids, right? And how I can have an impact, positive impact on them as they are in these kind of teenage years and figuring out who they are. And it also comes across in the work that we do with our clients. And as I reflected on, you know, the last six weeks of what we've been through in my business is I haven't stopped having an impact. Mm -hmm. Now, revenue might've taken a hit, right? And, and, and business has slowed in some way, but the impact hasn't stopped. We've right. found other ways to do it. Mm -hmm. And so it was really a great realization for me that, you know, why, and we talked about this before we started the podcast, I'm still super optimistic right. because I'm still kind of feeding my passion even during this time. So, right. right. I haven't fallen into this, like, oh my gosh, what's happening mm -hmm. is and I just realized it when you said that is that's why, because I've been able to fulfill it in a different way. And I think that's an important message for people to hear mm -hmm. because I think for our own mental health, we need to figure out ways to 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 um, have our passions come out even during this time mm -hmm. in non-traditional ways. So any other kind of words of advice around this or anything else that you've kind of learned uh, along your journey that you would want to share with anybody before we start to wrap up here? Well, having a tattoo say live your passion. Sure. Good reminder. <laughs> Reminder. Every time I look down on my foot, yeah, live your passion. So there's a good reminder there. Um, but I think, you know, I also think it's important to be your authentic self. And I know that word gets thrown around, you know, here and there too, but it's something that I believe, truly believe in that if you are your authentic self and if you're passionate about something, it's going to come to life, it's going to come to fruition. So for me, you know, I'm starting this, you know, communication consultant business. Is it going to come to life completely tomorrow? No, probably not. But I'm really passionate about it. And if I'm being my authentic self, I'm going to make those connections. And that business is going to come to life. It just might be, you know, down the road a little bit. I think that's important in anything that we do. You can tell when the pa someone has passion for something. Whether or not they have it all figured out and they're perfect at it, that passion is truly what draws your potential clients, right? Your into you, into your your energy because yeah. they're it's contagious, right? And and so when you tap into it, it can be very very powerful. And it's just figuring out how to tap into that, I think, is really important. Yeah. Great. So how can people find out more information about you? Connect with you, right? If they need help in this space, you know your strategic communication work that you're doing. What's the best way? Yeah, so absolutely. So I am on LinkedIn. Um, there's a variety of different articles that I've just uh, posted about effective communication in the workplace, um, communicating effectively at home and also in a virtual environment. Um, so lots of information about the workshops and such that I offer on LinkedIn. But then you can also check out the website. It's ameliarigstad.com. Perfect. And we will make sure that we get all of that in the podcast notes so that people have it um, and they can easily access and find out more information. So thank you for being here today. Thank you. This was great. So fantastic and just a great energy boost for me and hopefully everybody who's listening during this time to just, again, the, the purpose of this podcast is just to bring those things, not things that you don't know already, but things that we need to be reminded of, right? As we go through life, we tend to forget at times these things that get us stuck and sometimes hearing other people's journeys and you know other people's wisdom like this is the kick in the pants that we need to say, you know what, that's exactly why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling yeah. is because I haven't connected with my passion in a while. And so that's my challenge for everybody today listening to this is 
really reassess, you know what it is, right? Dig deep and assess, are you using it enough, right? Are you, are you scratching that itch that is your passion enough? And if not, that might be the source of kind of some of the way you're feeling right now. And, and once you reconnect with that, I think it can be very powerful for all of us to get through what we're going through in any stage of life. Um, and so just grateful to the community and to our subscribers and our listeners for continuing to engage in this. You know, we truly hope that both during this time and just during times of normal growth in you guys as a person and in your business and your profession that these podcast topics really hit home and help you think differently and help you get through those tough situations. Thanks everyone. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this episode, please click that little subscribe button so you get the latest episodes when we release them. And we would so appreciate a rating and a review. We love to hear from you on how these podcast topics are having an impact for you. And if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, make sure and go to our website, keystonegroupintl.com to sign up.